Hello and welcome back to the Motorsport Better podcast. I'm your host GD and joining me once again today is my friend and your co-host Vedant. On this episode, we will be talking about the sprint qualifying format announced by F1 a couple hours ago. So, let's grab some chai, take our seats, ready our opinions and dive right into the conversation. Well, Vedant, it seems no one really listened to our uh alternate F1 race weekend format podcast uh that we did <laughs> of, about a month ago, especially yeah. not anyone from the, you know, uh the FIA or the F1 uh, management so i guess this is what we have now you know this is the sprint qualifying format that we'll be seeing um at three races over the course of this season uh, and it's being speculated that those three races two two of those races will be uh during the european rounds and one race will be during a non european round um and it is touted by Lawrence Barreto that the two european rounds will be either Silverstone and Monza hopefully Uh but yeah what are your first impressions about this new sprint race qualifi- sprint qualifying format Well firstly obviously it's a change and F1 being F1 it is always good to see change because we don't like always see F1 accept change uh, very fast but overall I'm still not convinced as to how it will you know play out and how it will create uh, the desired result obviously there will be more racing obviously the friday now becomes more useful and there there's more useful sessions for the fans or during the three days all three days so that is one good thing and obviously they'll get more revenues from the broadcasters broadcasters and everyone so that was But, my first reaction it's a very clever marketing strategy to get people involved throughout the weekend rather than just saturday and sunday you know Yeah and yeah, anyway. they, they they even I think they delayed the qualifying time on Friday so that the working the people working can catch up to it when they reach back home so it's a, mean, it's yeah, a good they, they, strategy they did think about the people who are working during the day and uh, you know uh, coming back from work later later in the day but they did not think about the people who are across the world and <laughs> students like me who have classes in the morning were still in college you know Uh, yeah. and catching up with qualifying will definitely be a little more difficult than it has been uh, ever since i've been watching formula 1 but yeah you you definitely like you said you know it's definitely nice to see uh, formula 1 ex- finally experimenting and uh, like we said before in our previous podcast uh, that the 2021 season is definitely the season where you, where you want to experiment as much as you can with this rule changes coming in 2022 and uh, most likely the teams will be less inclined to you know change the formats or play around with such things uh in the next season but uh before we dive into uh more in-depth views about this uh sprint qualifying format let's tell our listeners what exactly the format looks like for the three day uh for the weekends so uh on friday the teams will have a 60 minute first practice session in the morning with two sets of tires for teams to choose freely uh most likely the teams will choose a hard compound and a soft compound tire we'll we'll get on to why later on and then later on in the day in friday you'll have the normal normal qualifying format uh in the afternoon with um five soft tire sets available only so that it's mandatory that the teams use only and only five sets of soft tires during qualifying uh in such format then on saturday the teams will once again have a 60 minute sec- second free pack- practice session in the morning with only one set of tires for the teams to choose freely uh and later in the day uh, the teams will have the 100 km a uh, 1/3 race distance sprint qualifying in the afternoon with two sets of tires for teams to choose freely and then on sunday you'll have the grappy like you usually do with the full distance grappy 
Um, but this time the teams will have a free choice of tires uh, with the two remaining sets. So two things coming out of this basically uh, the number of tire sets available uh, throughout the weekend for the teams has been reduced to 12 from 13 uh, and has been made compulsory for teams to use um, five sets of soft tires during qualifying. Uh, but before before we dive into the cons of this uh, you know this qualifying format that we've talked about multiple times and let me iterate multiple times over the last uh, <laughs> three four months ever since you know F one proposed such a sprint quality format, uh, let's talk about the pros. There's not there's not many, but there's a couple pros that we can draw out from this format. Uh, what do you think they are, Vedant? I'll, I'll I'll let you take take the lead on that. Yeah, certainly. You know we can always find positive in every situation. And the positive here, especially for the team slowdown the order, is if, like, let's say Haas, they qualify 19th and 20th. And in the sprint race, there there is an incident further up the grid. So there's a, maybe there are two DNFs. So the Haas guys are now 17th and 18th. So, and they start the Grand Prix 17th and 18th. That is one of the few positives. No, for the Haas guys, it won't matter too much. But for uh, Alpha Tori and for uh, Alpha Romeo, or maybe, you know, maybe McLaren, it will give them a better chance for the Grand Prix to score more points. So that is certainly one one thing. Uh, another thing which I already said, you know, is better racing for everyone. So... I think I think yeah I think that's about it from from my side. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, I, I totally agree with the fact that uh, when you talked about you know with more p pe- more points being on offer for Sunday if there's if something happens uh, higher up the grid, especially in the midfield you know uh, we know that McLaren and Ferrari are ready to pounce on any points that are on offer when you know the top two teams Red Bull and Mercedes slip up and we've seen how hard it is for the Red Bulls and Mercedes to. Uh, well, in a race, you know, overtake uh, the McLarens and, and, and the Ferraris. It's still, it's still not, like, super difficult. It's still pretty easy. But, you know, it's not as easy as it used to be last season. Um, yeah. It has become a little difficult. Um, but one of the bigger pros that I thought was that uh, there's not time, there's not much time for practice to get into the quali session, you know. Uh, especially the Park Fermi rules. So the Park Fermi rules uh, kick in uh, once qualifying starts. So you can't change um, much on the car. Obviously, the rules are uh, allow for some changes on the car regarding mostly suspension components and brake ducts. A uh, whole list will be released later on once these rules are uh, finalized. But yeah, you can't make a lot of changes after qualifying starts on Friday, um, and then you know during there's, there's a few changes allowed, but not not a whole lot. So I think that is really interesting because the teams will essentially have just 60 minutes to set their car up for the entire weekend. Uh, and I think we've seen some interesting results, like last year in Nimula when uh, we only had two two qualifying sessions. Yeah. Uh, the teams didn't yeah. know where they stood. The, uh, there were a lot of mistakes that the teams made, and a lot of teams capitalized on that. Uh, a lot of the other teams capitalized on that, who, who wouldn't have done so well had, had they had three qualifying sessions uh, for the weekend. So I think this could create some interesting results uh, during qualifying itself, uh, which will f- make the sprint quality on Saturday much more interesting you know there might be much more racing with uh, people who have fastest cars but um, didn't qualify as well coming through the pack but then again you know that might not play into play into Sunday as well as we've talked about you know with, with the Sunday race being pretty boring and you know the cars starting in the 
in in the order of the of their pure pace and then you know not having much racing on sunday however if there's anything to go by the season has been pretty pretty interesting in terms of racing so we can only hope that it continues and we see other variations of this as a sprint race or whatever but as long as the racing is good i won't mind it yeah certainly and since there is no you know tire tire regulations regarding qualifying as to what tire you'll start in for the race so we'll see pure pace in qualifying from all these teams so like the mercedes and the red bulls won't run on mediums in q2 so that is an interesting bit because but see nevertheless they but then again does it does it take away a little bit from q2 you know because q2 we had mercedes and red bull and even sometimes mclaren and ferrari trying to qualify on the mediums you know to uh, for, for that which played into you know the race strategy per se uh yeah, but now exactly. you'll have all the teams on soft and it doesn't really affect uh the race strategy at all anymore yeah exactly that that was my point you know we will see the pure pace in a way but obviously mercedes and red bull give their best only in q3 they don't treat q2 as much as as importantly as alpha tori might and so that won't like they'll they'll show better pace but it won't matter too much uh yeah that's what i was thinking too um more of i feel you know um the race on saturday we might see a convergence in strategy for the race on uh, saturday and sunday because of the choice of free tires you know um like sunday you would have you would expect that you know people starting between 8th and 12th so which would have usually been like you know alfatori alpine and aston martin you would see them shuffle back and forth because most likely alfatori would have qualified and starting on the soft tires whereas um if if they were starting within the top top 10 and uh other drivers who didn't did not get into Q3 would be starting on the mediums and that would give us some uh you know some strategies an element of strategy and an element of you know a varying race race pace throughout throughout the weekend uh but yeah obviously it takes away from that element of strategy and it will be kind of um i i guess it will become a little boring if if there's a strategy convergence on sunday especially yeah it's so very very strange kind of you know the 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 regulations regarding the tires i'm not fully convinced by them but i mean Absolutely. they could have they could have easily you know used the current format where you qualify where you start the race on the tires you qualified in q2 and use those tires in the main grand prix as well and yep. like left the sprint race as it is alone so yeah you you could have just let them have a uh, because most likely mo- most teams would have would want to do the sprint race on the mediums from what it looks like unless there's a depending on like which co- which co- compound they're taking to the race yeah. because obviously you know it differs between you know if you have C1 C2 C3 or like the C3 C4 and C5 on which side of the range you are on but you would um, ideally would have seen you know the same compound being being used during the sprint race at least because uh, i don't think any of the teams will be looking to make a pit stop i know people have done it in F2 especially Charles Leclerc uh he pulled a <laughs> cracker of a um race finishing first after doing a pit stop during the sprint race and it will be amazing if we get to see that again but, but uh, yeah it's, it's very unlikely, unlikely to happen in f1 happen. yeah absolutely um yeah now uh let's talk about the points um points for only the top 3 and i i, I know we were talking about this earlier and you brought up a good point so i'll let you uh bring that up um for our listeners here so for the sprint races to create value they had it they needed to have points right but if they had points from first to eighth and if the winner got 10 points 
it would have been highly unfair for everybody down the order but now that they have only 3 points for the winner 2 points for second place and 1 point for third place it creates an element of competition between those front runners and the the teams further behind don't really you know don't really get affected by it because mclaren won't care as much if ferrari get uh, if sorry if red bull or mercedes get five extra points per se so i think it's an yeah. element for the championship and but they they have structured it quite well with those limited points positions yeah i i, I do see the light you know i do see uh, the point you are making and i somewhat do agree with you that it doesn't affect the midfield team but then again why why take the midfield battle out of the quotient why take the midfield battle you know out of the equation why not let them go balls out and you know, give them a, something a little more to race for uh, because you know like right now it's 3 to 1 points right so in the grand scheme of things um, i guess the the top runners might not like top runners might not be affected a whole lot since like the um, the difference between the points is only one between two places so it's not going to affect the championship a whole lot it'll be similar to what you know uh, a fastest lap uh, yeah. point might might be like Yeah, uh, yeah, but that that is not to take away from the importance of the points. You know, we have seen titles get decided on one point each uh, previously, but um, I I just don't see why not extend it to you know the rest of the field. You know, why not go to like the bottom eight or by bottom eight I mean you know from one to eight or one to ten, just make it a one point difference each. You know, just just give them a little more to race for. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring up a good point, but I mean. I think it's it's better than you know giving them points from 12 downwards and if the eighth yeah, guy I, I gets I one point the, I, I I agree on the fact that the difference in points from one position to the other is not huge and uh, it's yeah. not going to affect them a whole lot um so yeah but um again we have to consider the fact that the title fight it's only been two races but the title fight looks really close and uh right now lewis leads the championship by simply one point because of the fastest lap he got in imola will this will will the sprint race uh will the three sprints now sprint qualifyings across the season um affect the title in any way do you think this could be a title decider because essentially we know red bull is the fastest car on the track right now although mercedes have clawed back a lot of performance so does it mean three easy points for max verstappen as long as he doesn't win it Yeah I mean I'm I know you are pretty convinced that this will be the title decider these three <laughs> sprint qualifyings and uh, but yeah I'm I'm pretty confident as uh, I'm pretty confident myself that these points you know these let's say Lewis Hamilton finishes first and Max Verstappen Max Verstappen finishes fourth so these three extra points will certainly play very much into the hands of Lewis Hamilton because as you said the title fight is closer than ever it's it's almost if not closer than the 2016 title challenge so <laughs> i mean yes uh so i mean yeah, I, I, i feel i feel Nico Nico Rosberg's value has gone up ever since he is retired you know over the time <laughs> and his value is only going to go up as long as Lewis Hamilton is an F1 and as long as he keeps winning um, world championships Yeah, certainly. Uh, but yeah, this this could definitely play into uh, the title decide. And you know, if if it goes down to the last race, 
and uh, if formula 1 decides that uh, the sprint race like the non european sprint race round will be the last round in abu dhabi i think the fans will have something more to cheer about uh, going into abu dhabi than they usually have um, certainly certainly but let's let's talk about some long term plans now uh, i think ross brown came out and said you know that if the format works uh, it'll become it'll feature in the upcoming seasons too although it won't be at every race but it'll be you know dispersed throughout the season and this season they are trying it out at three places like i said earlier but uh, what do you think you know what if if you were rosborn if you were you know uh, if you were running f1 what would be wh- which races would you would you go to you know to hold um, these sprint qualifying formats well i think firstly the most important thing is uh, circuits where overtaking is easy because if like sprint races are created to encourage racing so if you go to places like monaco and and you know places like sochi and take these sprint races there where <laughs> there is no not too much overtaking possible so it it will yeah, be a waste of time that is exactly what sapanta manikali said absolutely uh but to add to that with that i feel um i feel like uh sapanta manikali also said that you know it gives fans a lot more to you know look forward to on all three days of the weekend and you know you start friday evening and you go all the way to s- sunday evening and uh, f1 could really make a festival out of this in emerging markets i feel you know with with, with the miami street race coming on uh, coming on in 2022 i feel if f1 did this in miami and made made it a festival hopefully you know covid will be uh, covid will be a myth by then uh, but uh, <laughs> hopefully if, yeah. if the fans are allowed in the paddock i think you know going to places with much more revenue or emerging markets will definitely help the cause for f1 uh, engaging fans throughout the weekend especially fans who are attending in person and i would love to see that i would love to you know right now i'm in michigan and i would love to go down to miami and spend 3 days there just watching f1 and watching the drivers go balls out uh, across 3 days and get uh, get my money's worth yeah certainly it's like a 3 day festival in a in a big city or in a in a emerging market will certainly be a great thing for you know to get in more fans and get more people involved but let's move on you know i am pretty surprised that this was a unanimous decision because we have seen concerns from mercedes and red bull regarding the cost cap because they are already operating right on the edge of cost caps and with these three additional races they were worried that you know the cost the cost might go beyond what they what they are allowed so if i and f1 have allowed them 500000 your dollars beyond the cost cap on, only only for these three races so i think it essentially means you can't use that 500000 for any other event i suppose so it'll, but, it'll probably it'll probably be like a operational cost for these three um yeah these three weekends an additional and, operational cost yeah and and i think they have already also provided them with additional claims to be made in event of accidental damages so which is a good thing because we will see racing uh, we'll see proper racing in the sprint races and damages might be and uh, like accidents might be uh a factor like yeah, they might absolutely. be common and f1 has accounted for damages uh and you know how how it affects uh 
how much money the team can have for the next season and how much development time they can have uh, for the next season in the current cost cap and i think they'll just be making changes to those uh, with the addition of these sprint races um i think one of the concerns that we have seen over the last couple of hours ever since the news has come out is the fans have been saying you know um that anyone who's not red bull and mercedes won't be won't be going balls out during during the sprint race because you know no one will want to bend the car or you know make a hasty move in order to uh you know lose places or lose points and they won't take as many risks but i think there's still a lot to fight for uh because the higher you start on the grid on sunday the more you know the better chance you have to score more points so i don't think fans should be disheartened about uh how the points yeah uh, i mean shouldn't be disheartened about the fact that you know the point the lack of points for the other teams you know the positions down, down the order uh is going to affect racing a whole lot because i think you know at the end of the day we have some uh quality drivers especially i think like Charles Leclerc and Lando Norris will really enjoy this uh sprint race format a uh, sprint qualifying I keep calling it sprint race sprint, sprint qualifying format um because they love to you know just drive balls to the wall and um it's been, it's been long since they've been in F2 uh and and I think they'll <laughs> relish this opportunity again yeah certainly because if you are a midfield team if you are a midfield driver you can drive cautiously like drive calmly and not make any mistakes and hope hope that people further up the grid do make mistakes so that you can capitalize on that you know two three positions and get a better starting grid for the uh, grand prix on sunday which again brings me to one of the most important things in uh, what happens in you know the midfield you need to be at the right place at the right time because Absolutely. we we saw uh, we saw Pierre Gasly win that race in Monza last year he was at the right place at the right time we saw like so I mean it, sign- it was basically a sprint race at that point absolutely exactly so it it will be interesting it will be interesting to see and especially for the midfield teams you know if they get a good great position for the qualif- for the grand prix on sunday they can really really make the best out of it absolutely um but yeah um that's all from my side uh, is there anything else you want to talk about vidan uh, no I, i think we've covered most of it uh, and what we think about this and if our listeners don't agree with f1 like we don't uh, and they don't like this weekend sprint qualifying format a whole lot they can go and listen to our alternate f1 week uh, race weekend ideas Uh but yeah if if there's nothing from you Vedant I think uh we're going to wrap this one up thank you for joining me once again uh to discuss F1 uh and uh, we'll catch you on the next one